Hey everyone, welcome to the 26th episode of the Journey Podcast. I'm your host, Mashur, and in today's episode, I had the chance to sit down with my buddy Arjun. Arjun runs a fitness and health consultancy business, and we talked about a lot of different topics that I found extremely insightful and interesting, including ideas of physical and mental resilience, discomfort, the carnivore diet, the vegan diet, how beliefs can have an impact on our actions, and a whole lot of different great ideas that I think you guys might find useful or informative. So please enjoy this episode. And once again, thank you for supporting the show. We just hit 2,000 starts on Spotify alone. So I'm really happy with this podcast so far, and uh, let's see where we can take it. Arjun. Hey, what's up, Mash? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, no, it's no problem. I, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I was really looking forward to this conversation just because whenever we had conversations back in university, it was always fruitful and I felt inspired after our talks. And, you know, I always knew that whenever we have conversations, I always knew that something productive would come out of it. Not in the transactional way, like, oh, I'm gaining something from Arjun, Arjun's gaining something from me, but in the way that I just felt better after the conversation, you know, so I, I really appreciate you coming on and having this talk. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad that my, like, the things I've say, said or my actions can inspire, you know, greatness. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would want, you know. So what have you been up to throughout this pandemic? Um, so... Uh, I've been pretty vocal about it on social media, but I've started to move online with my training business, my personal training business. So that's occupied a decent bit of my time. Uh, I'm focused helping clients like change their lives and really stay accountable on their goals, especially in particular fitness goals. So that's taking a large, decent bit of my time. I do a lot of, uh, of course, I'm in MMA um, and jujitsu. So I do a little bit of training. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to get too in depth on that right now. But uh, that takes a little bit of my time. And then I'm obviously uh, an advocate of physical fitness. So I take a, lar- a large amount of my time just refining my technique and understanding the game, studying, you know, fitness in general and studying performance and also studying rehab because I get a lot of questions about, you know, oh, like someone has an injury and they want to rehab or they want to live a better life, you know. So it's, it's been taking up a lot of my time in that regard um, and just trying to be the best me as possible. Uh, <laughs> You know, being a young entrepreneur, it takes up a lot of time. No, that, that's really incredible, man. And congratulations on starting the business. Uh, if you can just let the listeners know what the name of your business and what kind of services you provide. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I mean, everyone can contact me. My name is Arjun Aswakin. Also, I go on social media as Arjun Aso, A-R-R-R-R-J-U-N-A-S-O. Um, you can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, TikTok, uh, quite a few modes of uh, social media. Um, and I also uh, affiliate with a, a training business known as Basilius Body Training Company. So uh, you can also find links to that on social media. Uh, but go through me. I would highly recommend. It's a lot easier, uh, a little bit quicker, and you don't have to go through my receptionist and such. So it's a little different. <laughs> yeah, so I, I definitely recommend. And services I provide are primarily in training services, um, nutrition services, and accountability. So it's, it's a really a big package, and I don't want to get into the uh, – nitty-grittings right now but it's just an overall lifestyle package depending on your goals we work with you and see if you're a proper fit and if we can help you and then just we problem solve basically for your fitness goals 
So, so what inspired you to start this journey? Because a lot of people, they talk about fitness and, you know, you are in incredible shape, if I may add. So a lot of the times we talk about starting a journey and then it just becomes talk, right? We feel good about ourselves because we say things like, yeah, I am going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then there's like some sort of effect there. I don't know the the terminology to, to describe it, but you feel accomplished just by mentioning your goals to your friends, for example. And then you think it's going to make you accountable, but oftentimes it actually just makes you feel good for that moment. And then that energy kind of dies down over time because of the lack of consistency or motivation or whatever the case may be. So what inspired you to say like, okay, I've made changes for myself and now I want to impact other people as well. What inspired me was um, it's, it's always been a, a, a huge part of my being to like have thoughts, but also act on those thoughts if you want them to become a part of your reality. Um, so I, I always practice affirmations and I've been doing it a lot more recently, especially with all my, my business. Like I spend time to uh, make sure I'm, I'm on top of my affirmations and understand why I want what I want and why I'm doing what I'm doing. It helps me just be a little more guided in my day. Um, aside from that, like what inspired me, honestly, I've been, I just live for this stuff. Like I live for training. I love to help people. This is something I've been getting inquiries about. And just like people were asking me this for such a long time. Even before I went to university, people were asking me to help them in their fitness journeys. So I've just been spending time doing this for a long time. A lot of free, a lot of like volunteer work, really. And I honestly, I don't mind it at all. Uh, it's just like you, you have to realize what your priorities are, of course. But I spent a lot of time doing this. I just love the journey and I wanted to help people. And I just didn't wait to invest in myself, you know? Mm, that's like, yeah. that's a huge point too. Like didn't wait to invest in myself. I love that yeah. because yeah. there's like these myths of like the new year, for example, as soon as 2021 started, everyone's like, oh yeah, new year, new me. And it happens every year. We see this, right? And like a really small amount of people are actually able to stay consistent with their goals and carry it out. And they don't, you know, the best time to start, what was the, what's the quote? Like the best time to start was like 10 years ago. The second best time to start is right now. I've heard this before. Yes. Right? <laughs> so I think that really holds true to every aspect of life that you're trying to improve, because I find that with fitness goals, once you start reaching those and you're exerting your physical body, you also end up having a chain reaction with all your other habits as well. Like, for example, sleep, meditation, maybe career, hobbies, passion, whatever the case may be. And it's just an overall positive impact, right? So then you are more likely to continue on with the journey because you see everything else around you increase as well, right? So if a person gets jacked, they maybe become more confident because their external self-esteem is, is high, right? So mm -hmm. that makes sense to me. And did you find the same for you as well? Like as you were changing your physical body, did that also affect other parts of your life? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I definitely think training and fitness and a healthy mindset and healthy lifestyle and ha eating well and fueling your body well, they're all great things for your mental health and the, the person you decide to be and the actions, everything. Like the definition of your ego, it's mm. so important to uh, incorporate these things to make the best of yourself. But I don't necessarily believe it's uh, it's that you're externally looking good so that you feel good internally. It's mm -hmm. more of the the load and the workout, really, essentially, the training you're putting yourself under. Your, your mind is being tested, too. It's not just your body. You know, if I put down, if I say I'm going to do 10 leg raises and I say I'm going to do 10 leg raises, 
um, and I don't do 10 leg raises, I come out of there and I'm like a little disappointed, you know, uh, and then I'll have to do it the next time. Like, it's just that mentality. It's, it's just a mentality transfer. Battle. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And that mentality transfers to everything in life. Mm. Um, you just have to see it. Right. Um, a lot of people don't see it. And that's, that's a, a problem in a way. And, and sleep hygiene is so important as well. And there's a lot of things that limit people because they're not on top of those things. So it, it, it takes a little bit of, um, problem solving, of course. And that's why uh, another reason why it inspired me, because a lot of people, they don't see what the problem is and it's right in front of them. You know, you, can, you just sometimes you're stuck in your your way in a way and you just don't see that. And you just need someone else to point it out for you and be like, hey, that, that thing right there, it's it's limiting you, you know, and you got to do something about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. It's just really difficult to have introspection about our own actions and behaviors when it comes to just looking at how we proceed throughout our daily life. Like, for example, I know for a fact that one of the main things about exercising for me is just like it, it drains you out of all your energy. So you're bound all that extra, you know, ADHD that we just naturally have a lot of people just naturally have just kind of dies out because you don't have that energy anymore to mess around. You're like, okay, I'm spent. And I love that feeling too. Like I remember one time, um, this was at Waterloo. So this was probably like last uh, 2019 fall around Thanksgiving. This day was crazy because I think this is like the one day in my life that I worked out so hard. But it was basically like I did two hours of Muay Thai. I did two hours of yoga. And then I did a couple hours of just like working like my regular workout. So it was a Friday night. And it was also, I think, the last day of like before the break, like the, the, the reading break, right? So I was going hard and I was having a good time. And then I remember it was like at eight, maybe like eight at night when I started coming back home and I was, you know, where the CIF bus stop is for the 201 that goes, uh, where does it go? I forget now, but <laughs> it, it, it dropped me off in front of my house. And uh, I remember taking that and then I was running for the bus because I missed the, the bus at the bus stop. And you know how there's the light right in front of it. So I stopped at the light. And I was knocking on the on the thing to like get in, right? And the bus driver, she opened the door, but then she was like so pissed. She was like, I'm never letting you uh, on again. You know, this is so dangerous. And I was just like, I was so tired that I couldn't care. I was just super spent. I just like looked at her and smiled, tapped my thing, walked in to the bus, sat down, listened to my podcasts, you know, as I was going back home. And then when I was leaving the bus, she like, she said, sorry. And she said like, happy Thanksgiving. You know, she, I don't remember if she said sorry or not, but she said like, happy Thanksgiving. And she's like, was super cheery or whatever. It seemed very apologetic. And mm-hmm. then that made me realize the transformational energy of just like spending it where it's important. And then recognizing everything else kind of doesn't matter as much. So you don't have that energy to be pissed off on Twitter all the time and complaining all the time, criticizing people, comparing yourself, like all these things kind of die out if you're just focused on yourself and then you're just spending your energy appropriately. Mm-hmm. And I also think this brings up a cool point about the amount of fatigue people put on themselves. A lot of people don't train and they don't, they're not used to pushing themselves really. Um, not like a lot, a lot of people are just not, they don't have that ability to endure, you know, that resilience. Everyone needs both physical and mental resilience. I mean, something that you probably see a lot in uh, like psychology, for example, if people need help in terms of their mental health, a lot of people will preach ways to develop mental resilience, right? So I think training is a great way to develop it. I think healthy nutrition and 
and sometimes fasting as well can all be ways to um, develop this. Um, but it's it's because they're they're they've it's like related. It's not that they're necessarily gonna 100% do it. It's just that they all have that similar concept that can be trained and it will relate to everything. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 Do you fast as well? Yeah, I do fast. I'm actually faster right now. I just I kind of broke my fast because I had a coffee. But uh, aside from that, I've been fasting for about uh, 17 hours. 16 hours. Well, if coffee doesn't break your fast though, if, unless you uh, have, oh, I personally consider it. I consider it. Oh, you it has, okay. It's just black coffee, but uh, okay. with some cinnamon. But I personally just because um, when you drink coffee, it goes. It will. You have to detox it through your body, right? And your liver will be activated. A lot of different things. There's still effects. Like your body is gonna have it affected. It's different than when you put water in your body. So I consider true, it yeah. separate. I consider it a separate type of fasting. It's great for fat loss for sure, but uh, I wouldn't get the autophagic effects. Oh, I see. I see. I was yeah. not aware of that. Like I fast too. Like I use this app called Zero mm-hmm. on my phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm like 10 hours, 15 minutes in. If you can see the screen. Beautiful. Um, and it's just for me last year, I had like 52 days of fasting in a, in a row that I just did for weight loss. And then I ended up losing like 10 pounds net, I think. And it was good. Like it wasn't like anything super drastic because I didn't have much to lose at the time, but it was just, it's a really great reset. And I think throughout our lives, we've been fed this idea of like, oh, you got to eat like three times a day, a couple of snacks in between, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, eat, eat, eat. And then, you know, you're just like, okay, you have to take a step back and recognize like, obviously, like whenever I look at nutritional information, right, there's like this blanket, like one size fits all, like this is how you're supposed to be, right, which is not necessarily true because every single person is different, right? You, you react differently to different things that you put inside your body every single person is going to have a different reaction. They're not going to embody the same thing that you feel, right? So it's really stupid to make generalizations in terms of nutrition, right? And so for me, I find that the a lot of the recommendations made by like, I don't know, Health Canada, or do you remember when we were kids, we had a little uh, pyramid that told us to eat a lot of bread and milk, drink a lot of milk. Um, You later find out that, wow, that was actually... Uh, you know, there were lobbyists from the dairy companies in Canada, right? That were like lobbying for people to drink milk. Now they've taken it out completely, right? So there's always these external influences on people's nutrition. And there's so much information out there. I found that for me, not eating was the best way to move forward to like feel better about myself. Like at the end of a 20 hour fast, I feel fantastic. You know, maybe the first five to six hours are difficult. But after that, you just kind of like ease into it. So I, I definitely think like the entire world, money will affect everything and, and money and interest, like people's interest in certain fields will affect how they allow the research to show, right? Like you just mentioned, um, but I uh, fasting, I love fasting personally. I agree with you hundred percent. Like both of us are probably like, we just love this, right? And most people who, who like fasting, love fasting. I agree. Um, I don't think you necessarily need fasting to be healthy. Of course, though, I think well-balanced diet and I think there are majority of humans have a certain broad line of uh, like similarity. Like for example, I'm not a big fan of carnivore diets. I think people who have consumed carnivore diets will die younger than the majority of people. Um, and that's, I well, believe why that do you think that? Majority of people, if they have a, a fully carnivorous diet, like the ones we like processed cheese and uh, eggs mixed together and make waffles and eat like 12 of those. And then they eat like steaks like five, six times a day. Um, it just, 
um, in terms of my understanding of the human body and in terms of your physiology and in terms of the nutrition and in terms of the stuff you're putting into your body and also in terms of how the animals are being raised and what they're being fed, it doesn't seem like it's the, for the majority of people, it's not. So, the, so I'll give you like, I mean, I don't have enough knowledge on the topic of nutrition to make any claims, but mm -hmm. like from a lot of the people that I've heard, like people like Paul Saladino, for example, like I, this is what I do, right? Like I, I have an idea and then I'll listen to something that opposes that idea. And then I'll listen to something that I'm for, for that idea. Yes. Right. So that way, like, I, yeah. you know, I'm just able to take in more information and I love it. I love that people are able to make decisions for themselves and like stick to what they believe in. And I also love, like, I want to be vulnerable to change. So if new information comes in, it's my job to like be open to it and then like entertain it for a bit. Who knows? What do I know? You know, let me, let me be honest with you, Mash. Um, so I, I follow a lot of people who are on carnivore diets, like actually yeah. for the new year, you know, how uh, January is like veganuary. So people love, people are doing vegan. Uh, a lot of people are trying to become vegan for January. There's also carnivore. carnivore uh, position, month, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So it's carnivore month and there's vegans. Um, so I know both sides. I personally am a vegan. So right. um, that might be a, a little bit of a bias, um, but I, I actually have looked into it. I really, I, I personally wouldn't recommend it to the majority of people. There are a few people who claim such great benefits. Majority of people I feel like will not yield those benefits just because of the whole understanding of how your cells use like energy. And if you're an athlete, like it depends on your goals, of course, of course it depends on your goals, but majority of people carnivorous diet might not be the best option. Obviously I don't think meat is the problem. I just think the, the extent you're eating it is the problem and the extent of the quantity and everything. Um, but you know, this topic is actually very interesting because I, I like to listen to all their debates um, and a lot of them just do it for the pleasure and the satiety and that's in its own way it's a really big benefit right that's something i've actually i've really evolved in my understanding of nutrition like a, a lot of times your clients will they they just they love a certain way of living and it's just the easiest way for them to live even if they die younger they'll live that way and you have to account for it like rea in reality like some people are just really set in it and they can't change and you have to try to give them the best plan in their in their own way right mm. No, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So like a lot of the people who I know who do carnivores diets, they just love it. They like love meat. They love cheese. They just can't live without it. And they're really stuck on that. But like, I, I would recommend most people eat a whole, whole foods plant-based diet. Um, they could have meat products, animal products in there, but uh majority just for your digestion. I just like, I understand that on social media, for sure. There's always like tribalism and there's always like my team. Like it's like you're saying just extremes, right? Yeah. 100%. So like, I'll give you a personal example. Like I personally have, an autoimmune disease called hydrogenated superativa, right? Mm -hmm. And it took me a long while to figure out what works for me. The autoimmune diseases, there's like no cures. The body is in effect just hurting itself, right? It has a response to certain food that you have and you get inflammation. So for me, that inflammation manifests in uh, swelling of my armpits, right? So my lymph nodes get swollen up. I get a lot of, and if this is TMI, I apologize, but, <laughs> you know, I just get a lot of uh, um, different parts of my body that react like my skin and you know my uh, lymph nodes they react violently to the response to certain things that i intake so i found that for me like i had to experiment a lot with this but nightshade vegetables for example really triggered my hydrogenitis and i was like why is that like i thought vegetables were like good but apparently like just for me in this case they just happened to be the type of vegetables that affected me negatively so then when i switched to uh, like I can't eat cheese either or dairy products because I'm lactose intolerant. So it takes out a whole bunch of like foods that I can't have. But I find that whenever I'm eating like beef or, or chicken and eggs, 
I feel, well, just for my personal case, and I can only speak for myself because I don't know how other people are responding, but after the initial feeling like kind of gluttonous, I feel much better. You know what I mean? Like initially when you take that much meat and stuff like that, you feel a little, little tight up here, you know? But then afterwards, it's just like over time, it got better. So like I did that for a while. The only reason I stopped that is because it wasn't financially sustainable to eat meat every single day. It was just a very difficult thing to do. I definitely agree on that. Like, I mean, I'm being, being whole foods plant-based. I don't spend too much money on food. I mean, obviously, if I'm trying to enjoy like a, a vegan dessert and stuff, like, for example, Ben and Jerry's, that's a little more pricey. Um, <laughs> I, I, I know that you have like give a specific condition that's specific to you. Uh, I'm not talking about people who have like, for example, Jordan Peterson's daughter. She has an autoimmune, autoimmune uh, disorder. Yeah, Michaela. Well, and, and, she does yeah, and, yeah. And she eats carnivore. Um, and I'm not going to talk about specific uh, conditions because there's always variability. I do agree. Like we talked about this earlier, there's a little variability in individuals. But in the in the majority, because um, that's, that's what science will majority of times like that's what science is trying to do we're trying to make broad ca- categorizations and bad broad like um classifications of what people are like right obviously mm-hmm. there's gonna be outliers there will always be outliers um but just like looking at the the science and the timelines and the history of humanity um i i i, I preserve like i would give this myself i'm not gonna if someone else tells me that they love meat products i i design plans for that you know i'll design for you because i i as, as me as a, a business owner and uh a trainer right that's you're putting on you're putting on your trainer hat at that point right because then your personal biases can't come in the way to impact the way you train someone because then that would be unethical of you to even consider Um, that right exactly but for my own personal health like yeah exactly and uh like uh, i think the fact that i'm in this field is really interesting because like you i have the ability to see both sides of the stone you know like i'll see both sides of the story and i'll listen to both arguments and i'll understand both sides and i'll try to stay neutral because that's something I've learned over the years, especially in university. No, that's that's really an amazing skill to have. I think I've, I'm getting better at it. Obviously, I still have a long way to go. I find that whenever I'm scrolling to Instagram and I see something that I don't agree with, my first visceral reaction is like to be angry at it for some reason and then I have to collect myself and understand like, why am I feeling this way? This is not necessarily the way I should react to this. This is, this is just new information that I haven't entertained. Like as soon as I put, my, put myself in that driver's seat of like, oh, I know everything, I know I'm fucked. I have to have that humility and introspection to say like, okay, let's entertain this idea and see what's good about it. And then let's, let's look at the other side as well. And this goes back into a whole uh, discomfort too. Because uh, oh, it hurts. Just, yeah, <laughs> it, it, you need a slight bit of discomfort that pushes you in life, in everything, man. Like in life, and relationships, and health, and wealth. You know, you need a slight bit of discomfort that pushes you. Like for example, for some people, that's like, oh, I need to make rent money, so I need to work and I need to make money. Right. You know, like that, that is a very huge like discomfort that you need to fulfill. Right. That's one example. It's the same thing when you put on three hundred pounds on your back and you're like, I need to get two reps out of this. You know, you're like a discomfort of like, oh man, this is a lot of weight. Yeah. I gotta this. You know, and you do it because you, you, you push your mind in that direction, right? I'm not saying everyone's going to do that, but there's analogies, right? Like you can see the similarities. That's also a huge part of exercising, I think, is also figuring out who you are as a person. Just like I think diet, like some people should not be drinking coffee. Literally, their genetics won't allow it, you know? Like there's this gene called, I think, the CF 
238. I might be wrong. I remember uh, learning this in class in my advanced nutrition course. And some people cannot clear out caffeine fast enough in their body. So then they get the negative impacts of coffee, which is they have a higher chance of myocardial infarction or heart attacks, right? So because their genes just don't allow that. Some people taste broccoli and it's super uh, bitter to them, right? And it's just like they become, uh, quote unquote, uh, super tasters, I think, which is like every taste is like intense in their mouth for that specific food. So I think even with exercise, I find that, oh, like I really like squats, right? Like I'll, I'll push the boundaries on squats because I enjoy them, right? So I learned that about myself and I was like, okay, so then I can, this is something that I can stay consistent with for a lifetime. Like I want to be 75 years old and squatting, you know, and I, like hopefully fingers crossed we have you know my knees don't don't give up <laughs> but, but I, I think like exercise and just the lifestyle of it the best advice I got is like don't do what is quick do what is sustainable because quick will get you there man everyone can lose weight in the short term I've, I've done this cycle multiple times and it made me realize like maybe I should change the cycle if every couple of years I'm like oh, I gotta lose weight I'm like holy shit like I'm not staying consistent to something I get to a certain point like I get to my goal of whatever weight and look and aesthetic that I'm feeling the strength that I'm vibing with and then I just kind of plateau or like this year especially with the pandemic it was like just giving up <laughs> yeah I definitely think this this makes sense for why you hire consulting like for me example mm. I, I'm a consultant in a way um and and this is why people hire me because, you know, a lot of people, they don't understand how to get themselves from A to B, mm-hmm. but they really want to get it. And they've tried so many times and it just doesn't work or maybe it worked, but it's not sustainable or it doesn't fit their lifestyle. Right. Um, that's why you, you look for help, right? Like, for example, some people are, their hip length doesn't allow them to squat at super high depths, right? Mm-hmm. So like you wouldn't give someone with a really long femur, a really long uh, deep squat because it doesn't make sense, right? You, you want to work with their body and work with their proportions, right? Same thing with you. Like you love squatting, but you have to work with the body you have and you got to design mm-hmm. squatting to ha- your body and design your program to your body and make sure that you're preserving your knees, you know? Right, so you right. got you to take into account individual factors, of course, in the, in your training and in, in life. And it, it takes help. I, I feel like uh, one of the biggest things I have when I work with clients, especially in the initial fa- steps are, are that a lot of people are scared to invest in themselves. Um, and then when they get over that, it's, everything works out well. And then they invest in themselves and they get, they get so much from it because they get help. And that's what they really need. You know, sometimes you do need help and you shouldn't be afraid to, to really care about yourself and invest in yourself. What would you say to someone who's like on the verge of, uh, you know, biting the bullet and considering consultation in terms of their physical fitness, right? So they're like, yeah, I want to invest in myself because I want this feature for myself, but I'm not too sure. Like, what would, how would you go in with that? Um, I mean, honestly, I would just start talking to me right now, man. Like for me, it's easy just because I can say, uh, send me a message, um, talk to me and just like start interaction and we'll work from there, you know, and I can't guarantee results for everyone right now in this second, because I don't know them. I don't know their personal needs and desires and habits. Um, But the best thing is to start now. That's the biggest thing for anything. You need to start now. It could be that I want to start my business. Like when I first started uh, moving online for this fitness business, I decided I wanted to start. I found a plan and I went with that plan and I implemented and I refined it every single day. Yeah, I'm committed to it. I refine it every single day. I'm working towards that, you know, and I, I have other goals that like inspire me and motivate me on the side as well. And that push me back into that habit. Right. Mm -hmm. And you, you, you just refine and refine. And I like to help people in that regard too, because it took me time 
and I learned a lot of uh, what I would say as uh, tidbits or like uh, little gold nuggets that I like to share with people. And I share a lot on my social media too. So for anyone who's listening, who doesn't follow me on social media, just shoot up uh, at Arjun Usso. Um, plug it right now. Yeah. On at Arjun Usso on Facebook, Instagram, uh-huh. TikTok, you know, everywhere really. Like I'm on a lot of social media. Just hit me up and, uh, you know, stay in tune for the gold nuggets. <laughs> I think also with social media, you know, you are what you feed yourself or right? your mind. If you're watching uh, CNN all the time or Fox News all the time, you're going to think a certain type of way, right? Same thing, I think, with the social media as, as it is with traditional media. If you're constantly like there's two sides of the coin, right? One side is to be in the comparison mindset, which is something that is not necessarily a viable tactic because then you're like you're coming from a place of envy every time you're looking at your phone, right? So then you become outraged by other people's success and you think that if other people win i can't win right in whatever aspect and you're only shown that parts of that social media feed but i think the other side of it is just to like fill your social media with inspiration and be inspired by people and i find that like once you switch that mindset and the perception of how you view things like i recognize that if I miss out on the joy of other people i miss out on a lot of joy in the world if i'm only focused on myself about my own joy then I become very like egotistical and I'm like me, me, me all the time. But if I'm like, Hey, like Arjun's doing great. Like, this is amazing. Like I feel good. I physically feel good for you, you know? So I think that's definitely a good way to move forward with social media. It doesn't have to be all uh, subconscious comparisons in a negative light. It could be an indicator of good times ahead. It could be an indicator of changes you have to make. It could be an indicator of like how you should move forward with a certain idea that you have based on the experiences of other people. Yeah, I, d- I definitely I agree with you on the like you feel self of a, f- a sense of self fulfillment when you're the people you surround yourself with have done well in their regard. Like changing lives and helping people, uh, it's really a good way of fulfilling yourself. Even if I mean you said like you haven't really um, been like we talked we're talking on this podcast. This is in a way it's changing my life and your life in a way. Mm-hmm. So this event is rewarding to both of us, and I agree with you on that. And it's really cool and. I appreciate it a lot. I'm grateful for that. (laughs) (laughs) No, for sure, man. This podcast has changed my views on a lot of things and my interests as well, because oftentimes when you're in your head and you're having conversations with yourself, Mm -hmm. it can get taxing because you have to have that space to bounce ideas and like we have a non-judgmental space for conversation. That's what this is, right? Starting this podcast allowed me to become more of myself and become more aligned with my values and overall has added more value to the the world, in my opinion, than if I wouldn't have done it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, your thoughts and the things that you tell yourself create your reality, my friend. So Mm -hmm. what you're saying, like, if you feel that your podcast is changing lives and making making changes and impacting the world and you, you you probably will be man like honestly i'm a firm believer that the things you tell yourself will create action in your life that will create change and that's my 100 percent belief do you follow stoicism at all yeah i mean i love i love reading and learning philosophy of various different uh theorists mm-hmm. but yeah a little bit i've, I've uh, heard a little bit of their, their discussions i find like the same themes occur all across different cultures. Like recently I started reading the Bhagavad Gita and your namesake Arjun is like on the battlefield, right? And I just started it, so I'm not too deep into it. But even now, like he's having this conversation with uh, Krishna, who's like the the deity. 
and he's conflicted because he's on this battlefield and he's fighting his cousins and his like relatives on the on the battlefield and he doesn't want to kill them but he's like an excellent warrior so he has this ethical dilemma from the beginning it's like what should i do in this point like is it not wrong to is it not wrong to engage in this battle because these are my loved ones you know at the end of this it's going to be negative things so there's a lot of these like stoic ideas spread across different cultures and for me like reading up on philosophy is just really interesting to open up my world because i'm like oh western philosophy is one thing then there's eastern philosophies there's like all oh, so the whole world has different ideas that they have had for thousands of years that kind of still resonate to today so why would you limit yourself to like one genre of knowledge mm-hmm. i mean i love religion in general like world religion it's so beautiful such a, a me- i mean i i love religion in general i think every religion has beautiful gold nuggets and things that you can grow from and learn from um but i think the biggest thing that everyone here everyone listening here really needs to know is like every religion that has this idea and is that your beliefs lead to the thoughts that you have and the emotions you have and that leads to the actions you're going to have and the behaviors you have and the behaviors will always lead to results right like anything behaviors will lead to your results like that's the biggest thing you need to check your beliefs first that's the biggest thing like uh, for me i think these stories they're meant for man to read and for for mankind to read and the humans and whatever you want to call uh, humanity uh it's meant for us to read and see see that and be inspired and want to act like that in our own personal lives to be like oh that that charisma that that man showed uh because he is like capable of a godly act everyone can do that i mean in their own ways so you just have to believe in yourself and have some strong affirmations that found your beliefs right and that's why i love the whole affirmations daily and having a morning routine that's founded in like really emphasizing that um just so you get the results you want in life because I, i mean honestly for me i'm a very results driven person i want to achieve a lot with my uh, existence just because i f- i feel like that's rewarding for me i, I want to say thank you so much mash for having me out on this podcast it's really fun yeah thank you for coming on man yeah like, it's just always a good time yeah i'm sorry that had to be short just you know how life is busy and all <laughs> no no even just this bit of time is precious so thank you yeah thank you so and much. i would love to have you on for a second conversation or a third or whatever however many you want yeah it sounds great thank you i will do that for sure we'll all right man. stay in touch yep yeah, yeah. Make, make sure to keep changing lives uh everyone catch me at uh instagram at, at arjun also you can also follow me at facebook follow me for, for nutrition training and lifestyle mindset tips and there's lots of gold nuggets there guys and and follow your boy mash too everybody you got to follow mash and listen to this podcast it's drop the fire emojis guys drop the fire emojis <laughs> thank you thank you my brother much love okay, much love